You have entered a place of forbidden magic, where arcane evils arise from the darkest pits of the unknown, where incantations stir unfathomable horrors to life, where one must only leave behind the safety and comfort of their known world to step onto the path of the unimaginable and stare into the void. Prepare yourself. This is Spooky House. Halloween mini episode one, everybody. We are doing this in celebration for the month of October and, of course, for Halloween in general. For us here at Superhouse, Halloween officially starts on October 1st, and as of this recording, it is Sunday, October 1st, 2017. And we have a lot we want to talk about in the way of horror and Halloween in general, horror movies, um, anything that's scary, basically. Mm-hmm. for this month in particular and we're also going to have other ideas spin out of even that uh in the, in the future but more it's on that team, baby we're getting loosey-goosey we have a lot of crazy ideas coming this up creepy month <laughs> but this one is kind of our backdoor pilot episode and we wanted to get started right away uh stefan we wanted i think you want to discuss some of your favorite halloween memories as a kid yeah well i think like you know, to be honest, uh, when I was a kid, I didn't have very many, like, really great Halloweens. One, I could never think of what to dress up as. Uh-huh. You know, until the last minute, and then I don't have the supplies to put it together. I never had plans, you know. When I was really young, you know, we go trick-or-treat and stuff, hit the rich neighborhoods and get the big candy bars. <laughs> but <laughs> but after, like, around middle school days, high school days, it was, it was like, always, like, a really bad luck day for me for some reason. Um, but I love Halloween. I love all things like spooky and creepy. I'm, you know, I'm like one of those people that wishes we could have Halloween all year. Um, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but yeah, like what, what were some of your more memorable costumes as a kid? See, that's a better question for me because yeah. I don't, God, man, I feel bad, but I don't have many like crazy Halloween mem- memories. I did go trick or treating mm-hmm. as a kid. Mm-hmm. But I remember I dressed up as the Riddler from Batman nice. Forever. <laughs> I was so into that movie and uh, as a kid. And um, just a, like a standard Dracula. But looking back on it, I think I was kind of inspired. Not that I fucking made it or anything. But I think mm-hmm. I liked the Dracula from Monster Squad. Yeah. And that all the monsters in that, they went with a real classic look. Mm-hmm. And I remember I put in the fake teeth and had like a little bit of blood going down my my mouth and um like kind of pale makeup and my hair slicked back mm-hmm. and I was probably like 6 or 7 uh but my, one of my other memories was my mom sews right so she mm-hmm. would often make these costumes for us yeah cool and uh she made the riddler one too man and uh nice we would go to 
the school, like elementary school Halloween function, you know, maybe it was that Friday night or that Saturday. It might have, it was probably was Friday though, looking back, like mm-hmm. right before Halloween or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they would have the Halloween costume contest. Yeah. And it felt like it was always the stupidest fucking costumes that won every fucking year. <laughs> really, really. Like somebody wore like a fucking Eminem costume, like not the <laughs> rapper, but like a big round. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This is before the rapper. That's the best Slim Shady cosplay I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is before that. And yeah. <laughs> or it would be like just a girl with green makeup on and a witch. I know mm-hmm. I said I was Dracula, but I'm talking like my mom went like really out of the way for the Riddler one. Yeah, and a couple yeah. other ones too. Oh, My brothers you were also find a picture of that man, dude. I or should. the costume. Wear it on video. Do an eight-hour-long video of you dancing in your Riddler costume from when you were a kid. Dude, I could not fit in that shit anymore. <laughs> but it, dude, it was literally like spandex, dude. It was like some green. <laughs> was it freaking Jim Carrey style Riddler? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's awesome. Because that was the main one I knew. I didn't watch yeah. Adam West that, did like you, that much growing me, up. Let me ask you this: When you're in your costume as a kid, did you feel like the Riddler? Did you? interact with folks that's a great that's a great question i didn't do too much because i was kind of <laughs> shy but i i remember sort of kind of getting I, maybe a little bit but not a whole whole lot yeah i if i have a mask on or get like i grew up around a lot of actors and dancers and performers and stuff so like if i last halloween actually i did i made this paper mask out of cardstock Nice. It's creepy as fuck. It's all like planular, you know, like um, planar or it's got the, uh, it looks like polygons. It's like flat all on the edges, you know, like it's, it's um, because it's all folded basically the cardstock. But anyway, it's this white mask. It's creepy as fuck. I did that. I have like long hair and I made a fake knife and I just dressed up nice and like with like a tie and like button up shirt and nice shoes and shit and I just I went to this party and then I was creeping everybody out you can't like in full mask where nobody can see your eyes they don't want to <laughs> hang out they don't want to hang out with you at a fucking party <laughs> you know what I mean like, but it was like probably the creepiest thing I've ever done for Halloween um, but back to being kids you were talking about um, uh, contest costume contest we had that I remember one significant year when I was in like fourth grade there was like, I forgot what I dressed up as, probably something stupid, probably something like so lazy. Um, but I remember the yeah. costume contest had just ended in uh, for the fifth graders and they were walking through the hall. And one of the kids, uh, he was walking down the hall and, and uh, he was dressed as the shredder from the original Ninja Turtles. And like his, his parents or whoever, like they went all out and built it. They built it basically out of just like cardboard and stuff and like fabric nice but it was it was the details were like spot on like for a kid i was like that is amazing he had like the blue (laughs) ribbon the blue ribbon on for his win you know what i mean and he was walking in front of all these kids and i was like oh my god that is a rokusaki in the flesh right there (laughs) (laughs) that was like vicariously i was trying to have his halloween uh uh, one halloween i got suspended from school for making out with my girlfriend at the time (laughs) it was october it was October. Yeah, it was October. It, but shit like that always happened to me. Like I remember one time I finally put together this cardboard. I went as Darkhawk, the Marvel character, and I put together, wow. spray painted my own Darkhawk costume with spandex and everything, and I fucking got a flu. <laughs> like wow. the the day like working on my costume and shit, and I just like couldn't go out and fucking 
but anyway, enough of my sob story. It's now. It's 2017. What are you going as Holly uh, for Halloween uh, this year? Uh, have I have a top yet? secret one actually. I, right. I will post a lot of pictures right. when it's released, but this is the year I'm going the most out. I will. I'm going to hype it up a little yeah. bit. Uh, yeah. There's been like a full 10, 20 years of me not doing shit. Like from the time yeah. I was a kid up until like didn't really do, even do much in college, didn't do much in Japan. But last year, uh, Yuka and I went as a professional in Matilda. Oh, yeah, that so was a good one. I remember that, that. that. That worked out really well. Um, it's not a couple's one this time, but yeah, um, I definitely have, like, let's just say I sent, I've sent in my measurements to people. Cool. To Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> get this right. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really exciting. I, I can't wait to see it. Do you have anything? Um, it depends on what my plans are. Yeah, I don't have any plans yet. Um, I've always wanted to be the bartender at a Halloween party and wear like, wear like your, your typical bartender kind of bow tie kind of get up. But I wanted to have like black leotard and like robot hands and one of those reflective masks. Um, you know, that like a mirrored mask, like Cobra commander kind of thing. Right. Um, and then I wanted to be like the robot bartender. I could pop and lock a little bit pretty good, wow. I think. You know what I mean? And Let's so I wanted video to video of that. Yeah, I wanted to put do something with my voice somehow to kind of like change it, you know, like nothing crazy, but like just so it sounds more robotic in between my mouth and that mask, like something just to flutter between it or something. Like springs, I don't know. But um but uh, yeah, I wanted to be like, what can I get for you? And they like make the drinks and pour the <laughs> drinks out and it's like, thank you, you know, and like <laughs> Just be a rope, and nobody would know who I am, so I could totally get into the character. And then what I would do is have somebody swap the costume with me, and then like show up for a little while, drink and hang around and stuff like that, and then swap it again. And people would think it's like real robot. <laughs> do you have a favorite costume you've done in the past? Um, not too. Let me think here. The Darkhawk one was really cool. I never. I should have just saved it for the next year, but I think I threw a tantrum and just threw it away. Oh my god. Um, it it probably wasn't that great then. Actually, if I threw it away. <laughs> I was the mask one year. Jim Carrey's the mask. Uh, oh, I found nice. it was like a simple one of those costumes that you buy. You know what I mean? It had like a stretchy mask over, but it was like all green with the big smile. And I had this like yellow suit. So I was like running around town all over the place. Um, one year I did put together a scorpion costume. Actually. So uh, from Mortal Kombat? Yeah. But again, like I had no plan. So me and my friends were just walking around town. And I was just like scorpion. Dude, I've had an idea to do Raiden. I yeah, really you want to do Raiden at some point, cool. but yeah. I just haven't haven't bought any of the parts or anything. Like that would involve like I'm gotten yeah. to the point now where I've been to so many conventions, yeah, and I work in the fucking practical effects industry now. Yeah, I, could, I almost kind of feel like I have to do something good. Yeah, <laughs> like that's I can't awesome. just fuck it up. I bet your company probably throws a hell of a Halloween party. I've heard they do. This is my yeah. first year with them, so yeah, uh, sure. I heard that they have before. And like, you know, half the people have like horror tattoos and shit at yeah. the, at the company. So mm. yeah, I mean, they're dude, they're into it, man. Although some people aren't into it because they do it all the time. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's work. the one day of the year they just like fuck off everybody. They, yeah, the whole thing's flipped. So, yeah, it's like yeah. they're like, oh, mm. I'm just gonna stay in, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, all right. What's what's your favorite Halloween candy? Oh man, I will say the reverse of this question is that I hate the candy corn. 
Yeah. <laughs> that is the I worst actually, fucking candy. I actually quite enjoy candy corn. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Favorite Halloween? I got I got I don't know if it's Halloween, but my favorite candy is probably uh um Reese's Reese's or Reese's Pieces. Reese's peanut butter cups or Reese's Pieces, either one of those. Those are your favorite candy? I probably, man, yeah. I like yeah. Kit Kats a lot too. Yeah. Um I like Bunch of Crunch. Pretty good. Bunch of Crunch that's toffee and popcorn, right? No, no, no. It's a crunch bar. What's Bunch of Crunch? It's a it's it's a crunch bar crunched up into like little balls. Like little mm -hmm. chocolate balls. Mhm. Mm you know crunch bars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, I see. It's, I see. it's I see. that. It's that. Yeah. Um yeah, you get that. You get Reese's at Halloween, right? Probably, yeah. Dude. Oh yeah. Little the little bite-sized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cups. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Those Reese's cups are good. Those those are my shit. What about you? Um, I love Skittles, like little bags of Skittles or Kit Kats. I, I generally like like a fruity, chewy type of candy. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm, more, I'm more of a chocolate guy myself. Yeah. Yeah. I do like chocolate. I feel like in recent years, chocolate isn't as tasty as it was when I was a kid. And I don't know if that's like a psychological memory thing or if it's just shittier now. <laughs> um, it's probably just shittier, man. I remember eating a lot of like the bite-sized Snickers, like having a lot of bite-sized Snickers. Like that's like ingrained in like like my DNA Snickers. <laughs> just, like I can, I, at any point in time, I can close my eyes and just taste and experience a Snickers that's so deeply ingrained. Jesus, um, <laughs> I, I, I've always I like Snickers okay, yeah. but it's yeah. like kind of like too rich. It's too yeah, much but, going yeah. on in it. I love you know you know like you it, like everything is generally unless you go like I was saying you go to like the richer neighborhoods, which was always awesome because then you get like a full size Butterfinger like this this and that. But I loved having the sack full of just like individual little packages and stuff. It was like mini Christmas. You're just like, you know, Dude, like, I could never I I. I, I I like Snickers maybe more than Butterfinger, just because that yeah, shit gets stuck really? to the roof of your fucking mouth. Oh, Butterfinger's my shit. I like That's, them okay. I, you know, I scratched some of my earlier answers. Butterfinger is probably my favorite. <laughs> Bite-sized Butterfinger. You know, dude, with that, those, mar those, that those marketing old... with the Simpsons, man, that shit yes, always worked just on me, say, dude. Yes. I feel like I was Bart Simpson eating that shit all the time. Speaking of, you know, like the 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 Simpsons Treehouse of Horror was always like, man, I, I I can't remember feeling more elated when I was a kid with like new fucking Simpsons horror stories. Yes, Halloween is just a few days away or whatever. Right, right, right. What's your, okay, so uh, what's your favorite Treehouse of Horror that Dude, you can remember i've seen several of them but i can't yeah. man i just can't think of yeah. any like off the top maybe of my the, head. the early years i love um i love the one where where homer's it's like it's like the uh the omega man i think it's called it's just homer <laughs> and this the city's been obliterated it's like maybe season six seven something like that but the city's been obliterated and everybody's been turned into like flesh-eating zombies and stuff and <laughs> You know, Homer goes through the whole episode trying to like reason with them and stuff. It's really great, based on the Omega Man with the Charlton Heston, based okay. on, based also based on um fucking what's that? I Am Legend by Richard Matheson. If you oh, haven't right. read that book, I highly suggest it for this Halloween season. And also, if you've only seen that movie, shame, goddamn shame on you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the we, book so, is so good. We have to discuss this now. We might have done this on another episode. But top horror movies go. Top horror movies, Halloween. Limited, limited to top three. Top three. How top horror movies of all time. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, I'm going to go. My first pick is going to start with my number one, and then I'll count down to my number three. First pick will be, okay. I'm, I'm going to say The Shining, because this is the movie that I tell to people that, like, this is the scariest movie I've probably ever seen. Um, by today's standards, probably not 100% true, but I feel like when you're talking, like, psychological horror and ghost, this is one of those movies that's about as good as you get. And kind of sets the stage for films like it after it. Um, my number two scary movie of all time. Dan, this is hard. I'm not as big a horror buff as Maddie. Uh, um, <laughs> it seems like you had the list already made. Yeah, I know. Like just one <laughs> one movie. I'm going to go um, one, two, I, three. Yeah. <laughs> I know. This is shit. This is I have exactly the right answer. Dig myself into a hole with my own shovel. Um you want me to go and then we'll yeah, go back you go. to you for just a second. Yeah, I'm going in reverse order just to confuse the audience even more. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to go. And again, I'm not the fucking horror expert here either. Mm-hmm. But I am I would probably say Monster Squad number three. Nice. All right. Just because I, I don't know. I like the classic monsters. Gotcha. Just rewatched it too. And it really holds up. Mm-hmm. I like that Frankenstein becomes their friend. I think yeah. the last scene is really epic. Uh, and that dude's like, I'm in the club, aren't I? And yeah. then goes and kills those uh, brides of Frankenstein. Is that what they are? Uh, yes. Something like that, right? Something then, like that, yeah. And then uh, two would probably be Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Nice, yeah. Again, for sure. not a not a straight horror, but um, yeah. I don't know, man. Just something so fun about like them wrapping them up in like cotton candy and uh and and like, yeah. using the big fucking straw and sucking their blood out of that and like <laughs> yeah. The UF, like the fucking clown UFO and shit. Oh, I love that movie to death. And it's oh. like, you watch it now, like the cinematography on it is really good too. Just like compositionally, it's really, it's really well designed, that movie. I believe, um, and again, maybe I'm wrong, but don't kill me, audience, but I think that was the Kyoto Brothers. It's spelled like Chiodo, but it's. Chiodo, yeah. I think they say Kyoto. I don't know why. It's anyway, possible, they're, yeah. they're the same people that did the first. Or one of the Ninja Turtles movies. Did they? They I did. I believe there's a connection there, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, and then number one is The Thing, I would say, probably. The Thing? Nice. Uh, the, the 82 one, and it's just because... I mean, at the end of that movie, it really felt like... Uh, like it could be in Criterion, you know? It was like a horror movie yeah. that wasn't just schlock. Not that yeah. I have anything against schlock, but I mean... I don't think Killer Clown should win an Academy Award at the same time, you know? Like, yeah. the thing that should win all the Academy Awards there are. There are I feel yeah. like it's just the story was cool, pacing, effects, the scares. Man, those jump scares are insane. I know some people don't like jump scares, but yeah. fuck it. Those those were great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I agree. I agree. I, yeah, the thing is man number one yeah and the, the effects me. yeah the, the the you know being big on practical effects and stuff like so visceral so tangible you know that like you can't beat that shit i've heard a lot of stories about this shit too uh where i think a lot a lot of, like if you're a thing fan you probably already know this but uh like they spent months and months and months on these effects yeah like around the clock didn't take even they didn't take uh weekends off and one of them in particular, I think the I think they decided right there. I think John Carpenter decided right on set to just set the thing on fire. 
Like it's animatronic. Oh, wow. It's running around. And they <laughs> this wasn't even planned before beforehand. Mm -hmm. And just sets the shit on fire. But it looked awesome. So they just they're like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm well, I guess that like they're like kinda awesome. They were elated that it actually worked. You know? So anyway, back to your yeah. uh, number two. Yeah, and now that I've I kinda went through my little DVD collection here looking at it, um, there's a lot. There's a lot more horror movies than that I thought that I would love. But just for sake of this list, a few yeah. that caught my eye. Um, I really like Frank Hennenlotter's films, um, okay. like um, Basket Case, and he did like Frankenhooker, and um, Basket Case being one of my more favorite. Um, and then also another one is The Stuff. Have you ever seen The Stuff? No. The Stuff is a really great like B horror movie from the eighties, and it's about it was it was around when like. Uh, maybe it was even the late seventies, but it was around, you know, it was based on like the commercial commercialization, like fast food and convenient eating and convenient everything basically. So there's this food product called the stuff and it, um, it, 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 you just causes you to like eat it and it, it overtakes you, turns you into like a zombie. I kind of forgot. I haven't watched it in a long time. Damn it. I can't describe it, but it's a really great <laughs> film. It has a really great main character. Who's like this detective guy who like, um, goes to try and figure out what's going on with people. Let me just, let me just, for sake of saving myself, I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna read you the description so I don't sound like a so much of like a dumbass. So this is what it's the blurb on the back of the DVD is: a delicious, mysterious goo that oozes from the earth is marketed as the newest dessert sensation, but the tasty treat rots more than the teeth when zombie-like snackers who only want to consume more of the strange substance at any cost begin infesting the world. And it's like it's really funny, and it's really it's got some really great kills in it with this like goopy stuff. Um, actually there is when they there's a room that they built like a rotating room at the time for Friday the 13th um, where or not Friday the 13th for Nightmare on Elm Street part three I think when he's there's like this room like starts spinning around or whatever and Freddy coming out of the bed or coming out of the wall I forget um, but anyway they use the same exact set for the stuff and there's this part where this kid is getting like thrown around this room and like the stuff is all goopy and shit all over the room Anyway, it's a great film. That's my second probably favorite horror film. Um, and just because I'm disorganized and the one I have in front of me that's really creepy and really old is a movie called The Innocents um, from like 1964, 65 or something. Um, and it's based on a story called Turn of the Screw by Henry James. And it's, um, it's about this woman who goes to caretake for these kids and it's basically the original orphanage, you know, it's basically the original, you name it, that kind of setup where some woman goes to this creepy house. It's very Victorian, you know, it's like if you liked Crimson Peak or you like that kind of Victorian sensibility and you have not seen The Innocence, I highly recommend it. It's creepy as fuck, old, black and white, really good movie. Anyway, that's my list for now. I'm, I'm, I, you know, as we go on with this, I hope to list uh, some of my other favorite films as we discuss them. Um, but that's what I got for now. Some deep cuts there, actually. Also, Reanimator, Gremlins. Uh, you know, I was going to say <laughs> my runner-up is probably Reanimator. Yeah, there's, you know, there's so many. This Prince of Darkness, like I don't know, Fire we need Matty here. Damn. is another one. Hope he's feeling better. So here he is. So we, we're now joined by Maddie and Joey. 
And hey, hey, hey. We're currently on the topic of top three horror films. I kind of been thinking about this lately, actually. Um, and for my, I guess, top three, <clears throat> I haven't written any of these down, but uh, I'm probably going to say my favorite horror movie of all time is Night of the Demons. Okay. Um, it like it just it just encompasses like everything I enjoy about a horror film. Like this kind of just threw everything in there. Um, you know, you've got this like it's like a sort of a indie. You know, it became like a cult hit. You know, it had it had three sequel or two sequels, I believe, uh, and a remake uh, in the early two thousands with Shannon Elizabeth from uh, American Pie fame. Um, you know, it's it's a bunch of bunch of kids. It's Halloween. They're looking for a party. They're like, "Yo, we're going to Whole House," and you know, it's just this old fucking haunted house. And they go up there, and they've all got like, you know, I think it was in the late late eighties, maybe eighty nine, ninety. It was made eighty eight. So looking at it now, eighty eight. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um. And like, like the cinematographer, like for, for a movie like that, it's like this kind of like independent film you know the cinematography looks good it's very dark there's a lot of blacks um the monster makeup's really good anyway these kids go there you know and and they have a seance and unlock a demon and you know everybody gets fucked up (laughs) um but there's like you know like the the horror makeup was great you know it had like this sort of really dark theme it wasn't very it's kind of campy in a way of, of what it is but they really played it sort of serious um and like, you know, the, the main girl's dressed up as like Alice in Wonderland. So she's like, you know, trying to escape. And there's a one girl who's like a kind of, you know, kind of the weird girl, you know, she becomes like the main demon and everybody starts dying. Uh, but like the house looked really just awesome. Like the, the set decoration of just making this like just rotted, like abandoned house just look really creepy. Um, had some pretty cool music in it as well. Um, and yeah, I just thought like, you know, there's, there's some nudity, some sex going on as well. Oh um, yeah. God damn. God damn. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> got a Ricky Morty reference out of there. Um, but no, it's, it's probably one of my favorite movies. It just kind of encompasses everything. Everything's just kind of thrown in there. just like what I like in horror movie. Um, number two. Oh boy, um, I want to say it's probably. I'm trying to think here. I haven't written these down, so I'm going off the top of my head. Um, yeah, we'll say we'll say number two is something that has it may not be the best. It's not the best movie, but I this one scared me the most. Um, was probably the the American version of The Ring with Naomi Watts. Um, once, you, once they show that girl in the closet, like I was just scared for the rest of the film. I was like terrified. I'm, like what else is gonna what else is gonna happen in this film? And like not much happened after that, but like seeing that girl in the closet and those like yellow eyes and sort of just like, you know, just horror, like you know, ex- terrorized expression on her face, like in a closet in this dark room, her like eyes are yellow and she's all like this like green color, and then her head falls down. And I was like in the movie theater. It's like the rest of the film. It's like terrified of what's going to happen next, you know. Um, 
So that was, I'll, I'll say number two, because that one scared me the most. Um, and so I would say number three is probably, um, I know I got a few in there. Uh, yeah. Number three, I wouldn't say it's a Friday the 13th or like a, a, a Freddy or anything. Um, even though those are probably, if, I, if those would be, those would fall under horror icons for me. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess I can think of a number three. Um, if Maddie wants to go, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll continue to think on our number three. Let the right one in. Nice. I haven't seen that. Uh, um, Very good. Dude, do yourself a favor. And <laughs> Watch that shit, TV. Bush. <laughs> Let the right one in. Yeah. Right. This is a movie like me and my me and my buddy went. Uh, old old J Dog. Um, I don't want to say his name, but anyway, um, <laughs> he's like, "Hey, we're gonna see this slick." I was like, "All right, cool." So we went to like the Sunset Five um, at the time. It's now changed to Sundance Sunset Five, something like that. Um, but it's called Let the Right One In. It's like a vampire flick. I was like, all right, cool. You know, this was a time when like the, um, uh, uh, the fucking Twilight movies were coming out. Oh, yeah. So, you know, sit down. I don't know anything about this movie. I see like the poster of just the girl's face, the blood coming down her mouth. Um, and go in and watch it. You know, it's a, it's, uh, I believe it's Swedish. Uh, Swedish film. Um, and, uh, you know, watch it. And it's just like you know, it's young kid. You know, he's just kind of like this little, kind of an outcast, kind of weirdo kid. You know, kind of sticks to himself. Doesn't really have a lot of friends, and you know, kind of gets bullied at school. And he notices these uh, this new sort of couple moving into his apartment building. Um, he sort of he sort of meets the girl later outside at night in the snow, and she's like up on the monkey bars, and they start chatting, and you know, something's a little off about her. Um, you know, finding that she's like this vampire. Um, and, um, you know, just the relationship between them, you know, just as young kids, uh, you know, quotation kids, um, you know, just sort of how it develops and the sort of little love story, like really, I don't know, it, it was really, really cool the way they did it. It was real serious. They didn't really play it up, you know, it kind of, um, they really spent time with their relationship. Um, and then, you know, sort of bloody things happen along the way. Um, and, uh, I think, yeah, for number three, like after the movie, I was, I turned over to my buddy and I was just like, yo, fuck twilight, man. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, these wow. kids, these kids need to be seeing let the vampires, one in. like vampires this is great. Don't get, their, don't get their due nowadays. No, like that was a great fucking film, man. I was really blown away by it. Um, and I would suggest Bush that you go see this film. I actually, I still think the best vampire movie I've seen is Interview with a Vampire. I haven't seen it. Ah, uh, man. I like more good. than that. Well, you need to get out there. You need to start dating more. You need to start dating more. I mean, that's a solid vampire. Like, like every time I watch it, I'm like, God, Interview's great. It's a great vampire movie. But, it is like, good. But the right one in. A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Another yeah. solid fucking vampire good too. Film. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, I, I like Stay Clay a lot, which is like kind of a B movie kind of thing. Yeah, but that's a good one. it's The Road Meets Vampire. It's fucking great. Yeah, like the like so. interview kind of has that epic sort of you know Hollywood vampire movie, and it's good, but it has that feel to it. Where like you know you get sort of you get more like less flashy affair with sort of Stakeland or Let the Right One In. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Cool. Maddie, you have your uh, your list ready? I'll just kick it off. Number one, The Exorcist. Uh-huh. First oh, time yeah. I saw this movie, TNT, late night, knew it was coming on. I, lived, I was upstairs. I was like, I'm watching this shit. I don't care what my parents say. I need to see this. <laughs> it was thundering outside. I was just thundering outside, and I was like, I'm going to do this. Sister's asleep in the bed. And it's a long hallway. I'm out there. I'm watching it. It scared the fucking shit out of me, man. And it was edited. <laughs> like, I didn't watch the wow. like the uncut version <laughs> until I think when they released the spider crawl. Like, when that was, like, the big thing that was, like, coming oh, out. Yeah. I think that's the next time I watched it. Um, and I don't, I can't remember. I don't think I saw it in the theater. I was like, no, I can't do that, man. But, yeah, that's, like, when I got the nerve up to watch again, as I watch it now, it doesn't scare me as much, but I just remember being just so terrified because, like, I didn't really understand it was, was like, balancing that religion thing and was like, oh, my God, if I don't believe in Jesus Christ, I'm going to get fucking possessed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that was, like, running through my little, like, little Maddie brain at the time, and that was not good, man. Uh, my second would I'm be – oh, go ahead, Joey. Yeah. I was just going to – real quick, uh, for Exorcist, I was in, like, maybe – uh middle school and my friends and my friend and his brother were like you can't watch this by yourself and i was like bullshit so like i stayed in my, <laughs> my buddy's room turn out the lights watch them watch the whole movie and i came out, i was like yeah it was good it's scary yeah mm -hmm. you know and then we decided to watch it again maybe like sometime later maybe a year or so and like in the living room and like his mom was like sitting reading the newspaper and like we're watching the movie and she just like his mom just like like you know i guess gets sick and like pukes up green stuff and we're just like and my buddy just ran over and cut the movie off and was like fuck that no. <laughs> I like, it. Yeah. he's like yeah that's probably good we shouldn't be watching this at all i, I watched it at like 3 30 p.m during the day because i thought i was told it was like this is the scariest movie of all time so i was like all right i'm gonna watch this <laughs> But I'm going to prepare myself. So I, I remember watching it. I liked it. I was scared. But I actually wasn't like insanely scared the first time I watched it. First time I watched it, I was, first time I watched it was when they did that re-release in the theaters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I remember uh, another friend coming home and be like, I couldn't do it. I fucking, this shit, oh, we left. This is fucking too scary. This, should, this movie should be banned. You know, and the family was kind of like religious too. So it's just like, that ain't right, man. This shit is not right for people like and i was like i have to see this movie and then so i saw it in the theater and it was just like choice it was like you know <laughs> for, for people who like to be scared like that's a fucking fantastic film mm -hmm. to just sit there and be like ooh, ah, mm. <laughs> i feel like my parents should have been morticia and gomez adams wow <laughs> Uh, my second film that like just scared the fucking like i had nightmares after it um and I was very like unsettled, like on the bike ride home. Stefan was actually there for it. Uh, <laughs> we saw Paranormal Activity, and it had been hyped <laughs> as a very like scary film. And I was like, I think the scariest thing is to me is like not knowing, like facing something that has no body. You can't like kind of because you never see it, and you can't like you you can't wrap your mind around something. You can't. So it's just we. I like. I thought that was a terrifying fucking movie, man. Like I have. I don't think I've rewatched it. I've watched the sequels and they've gotten worse and worse. So that like, I want to go back and watch it. Um, but 
yeah, I thought that like I had a night, I had nightmares after that. Like I was generally really freaked out. I remember when Stefan and I got home, Stefan's like, dude, I got to go to bed. And I was like, <laughs> I'm staying up and watching something, the funniest fucking movie we got in this apartment <laughs> right now, you know? Um, Cause like, it was just, it's such a weird, like the, I guess the hype around it and then actually seeing it. And I think it was, everyone was quiet in the theater. No one was like laughing at anything. I felt like the scares were like legit. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I, like I said, like, you, some when I watch like ghost movies, um, I, it kind of takes me out of it if it has an apparition in it or anything. Like if it shows it, I. But it never did in this one, and I was just like, I don't know what it looks like. Like I can't like be like, oh, that was dumb. I don't know why I jumped all those several other times while I watched this fucking yeah. movie because I think it looks stupid. But like not seeing it, oh dude. But then it's it's a possession story too, which possession stuff always gets to me, man. It always does. Like I hate the idea of something coming into me and me not being me you know that yeah. seems terrifying you know and I, that's why i like possession movies so much i had a dream that night that i was i woke up in my bed but when i woke up i was standing above myself and then i was like <laughs> yeah. oh god and then i came and I, I i walked towards myself and put my hand on my mouth and then i went i woke up again i woke up like for real in my room and i was like Ooh. you know it got me yeah, I mean, I remember us having that talk on the bike ride back. I'm just like, we're like, oh man, weird. Like, I, was, I was like, that was good. You're like, yeah. I was like, I'm kind of freaked out. You're like, yeah, me too. Uh, the first Paranormal yeah, Activity was fucking awesome, man. That was a really yeah. fun movie to watch. Yeah, yeah I, was, I mean, it did. Go ahead, Jay. So I, I was working in Vegas and uh, I was staying with my wife's friend and we like, I told her about it because they were doing that like, you know, petition to like sign up to have the movie play in your city. Oh yeah, uh, and I found out it was playing in Las Vegas, and so we, we went and saw it. She doesn't do scary movies at all. I had no idea, but she was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll go." And like, yeah, I got back like to her place. I'm like in the room, you know, where I was staying. It was just like dark and quiet. I'm just like, I want to go to sleep now. Sleep, sleep, sleep. <laughs> I need to sleep. <laughs> this sucks. And like, I think I I think I'd went in and like I think my wife was like on the way cause she was, she was going to come hang out for maybe a couple of days. And for some reason I was like, thought she might've been there already. And I was like, Hey, did you leave the bedroom light on? <laughs> you know, cause I come in this like dark apartment and the bedroom lights on. I'm like, um, and she's like, no, I guess I must've left it on. I was just like, Oh, okay. Huh? Nice. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely, definitely spooked. after. <laughs> And then um, my third one, then just like uh, terrified me. I'd say the remake of The Grudge. Um, that fucking noise, man. I was uh, dating someone at the time. This is during the the scad days, boys. And I was dating someone, and she would make that noise occasionally. And I was like, No, why would you do that? And <laughs> she also how had she she has also had black hair or long brown hair, which in the darkness looks black. People, oh, <laughs> cool. um, uh, but yeah, I remember that. I remember a lot of like the imagery in that. Like not necessarily that I liked um, the the actors in it or anything. I mean, I thought everyone did a fairly good job, and I hadn't seen the original when I saw it, but. I thought the imagery in it and a lot of the ghost stuff was really well done. Um, that part mm -hmm. where she's just crawling down that stair at that dude so slowly, and I was like, "Move, move, dude! What the fuck are you doing?" Like, terrifying. Was oh. it the same scene where, like, I, maybe it's at the end with Sarah Michelle Gellar, and she like opens the closet door and the face pops out, and it's like, "Dude, 
slowly coming down and then she turns to go up the stairs and then there's a there's the other one crawling down the stairs yeah. I was like there's two of them ah. yeah <laughs> it was, ah. i was like it like it, it like it seemed like it t made jumps it would be like jump scare and then you're like oh okay i jumped let's move on it's like no now it's gonna be some slow ghost ass shit and you're like this is unheard of you either have to jump scare <laughs> me or do the slow shit you can't do both at the same time unheard <laughs> of. yeah you know like i felt like all the scares were really well handled in it and i thought like the music and just the atmosphere they were setting it in and like i hadn't seen the original so i didn't and i don't think i'd really gotten into j horror at that time so I didn't really know what I had seen the previews and stuff. And I was like, oh, OK, whatever. That's a little unsettling. But like going and seeing that and it being a pretty faithful adaption, in my opinion, because I didn't see Juon till later. And I actually thought the crud was slightly better just production wise. Um, but, uh, you know, that was one man that got, I still haven't watched that movie to this again to this day. I almost picked it up at Kroger the other day when I was because I was like I want to rewatch that and I was like but I'm all alone in my little apartment oh, <laughs> oh wow hey man some of those I mean it's good I'm glad that I have those movies I'd hate to be the person that's like oh I like horror movies but none of them scare me like I'm glad that I can still like get unsettled by them I'm glad I have those at least three films that I'm like Whew, time and a place <laughs> yeah I'd say that I'd say that's mine um, just for like stuff that I was unsettled when I yeah. watched it sweet um, I have one final topic for this Halloween mini we can close out on this if you guys don't mind That's fine. I think we can all answer this and maybe just limit it to one or two but uh, scariest video game of all time mm. I can start off since I can give you guys more time to think about it but uh, I'm gonna say fucking hands down Resident Evil 7 on VR holy fucking shit that is the scariest fucking shit of all time I can't I can't fuck dude I will literally take the headset off like every five minutes because I'm playing it usually at night alone oh my god dude like, Yuka, Yuka. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're she's not there at, it's like some nights because she works late some nights but oh my god dude just something about I've never been really that scared playing video games like <laughs> any yeah. fucking video game it's just, I don't know it just never really got to me but being in VR being in it uh, and when they have like jump scares like Joey was talking about this the other day with me but um, there's like one where this woman just jumps in through the fucking window spider woman spoilers mm -hmm. but uh, that shit is fucking horrifying, and I don't know, man. It is this God. I can't think of anything that even comes close, dude. I, you're talking to a guy that played D on Saturn. I've been playing fucking horror games for a long ass time, and uh, that one takes a cake, man. Yeah, I, I I would agree with you on that. Um, it is quite frightening. There are many times where I'm just like um, going to some place in that game, and I'm just like. I would just stop playing. I'm just kind of like sitting in my in my VR headset, like just psych, trying to psych myself up. It's like, come on, you can do Dude. it. Dude, oh my god. Dude, it has like, it has like every kind of scare too. It has jump scares. It's got regular mm -hmm. creepiness. It's got the crazy audio, and it's also got um, claustrophobia because there's a couple there's a couple scenes where you're walking through like a really tight space, <clears throat> and it's mm -hmm. in VR. And I think that people with claustrophobia probably can't even handle that. I don't have much of that. Sure. 
at all, but I can see that like that was put in there for for a reason. They want to they want every kind of scare in this game. Yeah. Um and then like just going through the dark in VR and dude, that game is ridiculous, man. I've never in my life it's scarier than like any movie mainly just because you're you're in, you're it. in it. Yeah. It's you. You're like, "Fuck. I actually yeah. I, I actually have to walk into this dark room." Like, I yeah. don't like it really feels like it, and when you take the headset off, it's like, oh, I'm just in my apartment. It's fucking right crazy, man. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. I'd probably say, for me, uh, that, that 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 is a good one. I, I totally didn't even think of that one when you said that, because I guess because it's so new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't think about it. I think, for me, is, is I, as far as scariest goes... I want to say Silent Hill 2. Um, that's that was like a game with like I felt like with we had a good story. Um, you know, you're trying to find your what was you thought your dead wife. She apparently she's alive now. And so you just go and you know, this is back in PlayStation 1. Uh, wait, it was a PlayStation 1 or 2? Two? 2. Okay, 2. Uh Yeah, it was 2. And so yeah, you you know, I don't know. It's just like going to all these like creepy places and the sound effects and just like, um, you know, you, you, it's the first appearance of the pyramid head, dude. Um, there's like all these other just kind of characters that you sort of meet and they're all weird and some of them, are, you know, become your enemy and some of them, I guess, become your friends in a weird way. Um, and then you're like, you have to like go across this like foggy pond to this like sort of uh, cabin or you know other structure on the other side of the lake. Uh, it just had great atmosphere. This game, like I really enjoyed it. Um, I remember being like really just like wow, this is a just an awesome scary game. Like it was there wasn't. I mean, obviously for a game, there's some jump scares because like you know enemies will pop out or whatever. Um, but it just had a, it had a, just a really cool story and just kind of like you know you're trying to find your wife and then you sort of find her and you find out like sort of what had happened like you know she was sick and you basically bounced um and then totally just forgot uh in a, in a way um but that yeah that's one i enjoyed as far as like the scary uh, probably scariest uh game that i played how about you maddie um well, Joey did Silent Hill 2. Damn you. Um, <laughs> I was looking through just the top 10 list, and there are some games that, uh, like, I tried playing a Fatal Frame game. These are, I'm only going to choose a game that I actually got through, but I tried mm -hmm. to play one of the Fatal Frame games, and, man, that was fucking terrifying because you yeah. don't have weapons. <laughs> you just got to take fucking pictures of ghosts, dude, and they're yeah. fucking creepy looking. I haven't played but I tried to, Yeah, I tried to get through one. Um, because we got like all three of them in it when I was working at half price and I was like, oh, I'm going to borrow these and I'm going to get through all of them. Nope, didn't happen. Uh, so I'm just going to go, I'm going to say Dead Space because I was really looking forward to that game because um, I was like, oh my God, finally someone put the thing in outer space. What a dream, genius fucking idea. And <laughs> I love the thing. I love Event Horizon. They don't like creep me out or anything. And I was like, this is going to be a piece of cake. This is just going to be like a fun action game. Nope, the game was terrifying. Hmm. I remember doing what you did during Resident Evil 7 with your headset. I didn't need a headset, Andrew. That's how scary this game is. <laughs> Which game, Manny? Dead Space. <laughs> okay, yes. Okay. 
and uh, I just thought like there's a lot of jump scares, a lot of unsettling enemies. You like you're running out of ammo all the time. Your dude's not fast. You're a fucking welder. And I felt like mm-hmm. all that stuff put together, and they like they tried to make that game hard, man. Like, and it is. It's like you're 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 trying to survive and find your wife on this spaceship full of things, and there's like a weird culty church, which is like yes, culty church stuff. Sign me up. I didn't even know what I was getting into. Um, but yeah, I just thought it had a mix of all the great things. Um, I think Dead Space 2 and then the third one got a little too actiony, and I think it lost its kind of flair. But that first one, man, it was it was a solid horror game. And like I didn't really feel like, because you still had like Resident Evil and Silent Hills were still coming out. And I think I wasn't really impressed with like Resident Evil 5. And I remember not being super impressed with the last couple of Silent Hills that came out. Whereas I did have fun with them, I was just like, eh, it doesn't get the same flavor as two or like even three uh, or one. Or the and first one. I, yeah, and then I when Dead Space came out, I was like, wait, take these guys, go make another Resident Evil game with these guys and make a Silent Hill game with these guys because they got it, man. They like, it's the claustrophobic of being on the ship and, ah, man, so good. It's one the, of my favorite the lighting, games. The lighting is great. Dead Space yeah. 2 is probably the first game I played. I started playing directly after I beat it. Mm-hmm. Like it immediately, it immediately like starts over again. I'm like, yeah, I, I got, I got badass weapons now. Fuck yeah, I'll play this again. <laughs> yeah, and just like sat down and like played a little bit of it. And I was like, fuck, this is awesome, man. I, I'd probably say for horror series like that hasn't like been a letdown or like say like Resident Evil just kind of had its you know ups and downs and same with Silent Hill. I say as far as a series, you know, it had three. You know, the first one was very horror, sort of indie like you know uh grungy like sort of uh heavy like game and then the other two kind of became more sort of blockbustery uh games like i i enjoyed two quite a bit three i i think i may have pl- uh, i played i started playing again i got about halfway through and i just kind of didn't pick it up anymore um but as far as the series I, I enjoyed those quite a bit yeah i think i played through it like twice like I, I definitely was like, ooh, I can go through this a lot faster now, but yeah, blow shit I got up. These cool, got these cool weapons, but then I still found it like, you know, I would still get the parts where I was like, whew, I knew that was coming. That's still good. That's still good. I like this game. But uh, yeah, that's that would be my pick because Joey chose Silent Hill Two. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was thinking of another one. Um, you mentioned Dead Space. I thought Alien Isolation was really. Uh, fucking creepy and pretty spooky like it you know just having to like just stay away from the alien like a lot of times it kind of get annoying it's like fuck what do i do this guy's on me all the time there's you know just trying to like stay away from so it's very Mm -hmm. atmospheric very just like one aliens after you and you just gotta like you're like just creeping the whole time and watching out for the the androids you know they they got they they look at you and their eyes turn red and they start coming at you real fast you're like fuck I didn't play this game, but I do want to do an, uh, an honorable mention for Joey here playing Outlast 2. I was just watching him play this shit, and I don't watch oh. videos like that. I was just like, oh, I wonder what Outlast is about. And I watched the first one Joey released, and I was like, no. Oh. But then there's enough story they give you where you're like, I need to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And watching Joey play this game, I was like, how the fuck are you doing this? Because <laughs> this looks terrifying. And I was just watching him play. Uh, but that game, that game looks awesome, and... Did yeah, I have my like, voice on that, or is it just... I don't think the first one. I think after the, like, when you did the later ones, you talked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely um, just like, fuck, run, go. Yeah. <laughs> like, move. I mean, 
I, I was I was like on the edge of my seat. I was like, man, I wish Joey could hear me because I'm like, Ron Newt is right there. <laughs> I you know, know I, like I was like, giving game pointers at, at, at my house where you couldn't hear me. I'm sure my <laughs> neighbors were like, what the fuck's that dude doing down there? Yeah, in the in the future after I've already like played through it. <laughs> yeah. Stefan, did you get to yours? Uh, no. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, not, not yet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm dying. You've been smoking the weed um, the whole time? Uh, no, I wish. Um, I'm actually quite, I'm, uh, aside from the four beers I've drank, I'm pretty sober. <laughs> All right. um, but uh, <laughs> um, this is not technically uh, classified, I don't think, as a horror game. But um, I think the Mac, the first Max Payne game is so chock full of this, like, creepy atmosphere. Did you guys ever play through the first, second, third, fourth, third? Which, anyway, which game? The Max Payne. No, I never played I didn't play You guys never Nega fucking played Tory Max Payne? Oh, my no. God. My, my, my good buddy, like, <laughs> when they came out, he, he had him on his computer. He was really, he was really in the Max Payne, the, the right, sort of so, bullet, bullet time so yeah. and, like, yeah. Well, so yeah, yeah, the draw is the bullet time for sure. But Max Payne, the first Max Payne, there's like the atmosphere of the game uh, in early levels, you're going through like warehouses and stuff where there's not really anybody around. Then all of a sudden there's some guy around the corner shooting at you, you know, like it has its own type of jump scare. But it also is so rich with atmosphere and detail. There's this, t you can turn the TVs on and off in, in the game. And sometimes rooms you'll walk into, the TV will be on already. And sometimes sometimes it goes along with the story, but there's like this weird Twin Peaks kind of TV show playing out. And you can sit there and like kind of watch it for a little bit. And it's just really creepy, really off-putting, like um, music and dialogue, backwards dialogue. You know, it's like a commentary on all these kind of influences. Um, but then you also have, at one point in the first game, you get injected with this drug and you have this crazy hallucination where you walk on this line of blood like a blood drip and it makes basically mm -hmm. a platform i and saw that, him play that yeah and so you could walk off that platform and so you have this like there's nothing beneath you it's all blackness but you're just walking on this line of blood as you're being your platform and there's a baby crying in the background your baby like it's a really dark fucking story and deserves a much better movie and a much better casting than fucking mark Wahlberg. it it, it made a it made a great trailer not a good movie right yeah <laughs> Yeah, totally. Um, but you know, like you get, in, you have to go through this whole hallucination. The hallucination is fucked up, man. And like you early in the game, you find your dead baby and like the Max Payne one and two, um, one, two and three, all great games, but one and two had this really rich horror atmosphere as a wrapped in a horror skin that I think each, each one of you guys would, be, would really enjoy playing through those. Um, but I'd have to say that's like my pick for my creepiest horror game. There's another part where you're, you're walking through this like cult, uh, this level where you're in this, like, it's a place called Ragnarok. It's like a nightclub called Ragnarok, but it's been taken over by this cult. And there's this creepy voice in the background saying like, fear the flesh of fallen angels. And like, you know, like the blood runs cold and shit like that. And there's always somebody, it's like, it's a fucking horror game. It's an action game, but it's very much a horror game subways in part two like bums and stuff kind of creep out from nowhere and it's really creepy and the hallucinations are really fucked up 
So that'd be my pick. An honorable mention before I get off here is going to be Haunting, starring Poltergeist from Sega Genesis, where you would jump <laughs> into different scares and you'd earn a level of goop, like ectoplasm, to be able to jump into like higher echelon and lower echelon scares. But I remember I was playing this game one time late at night in my room by myself, and I was having fun. It's like a funny game. It's like a funny horror game. But I, you know, I had ghosts on the brain and shit, and I swear on my desk behind me, my fucking pencil uh, cup fell over while I was playing it one time. I was like, okay. <laughs> <You know. laughs> totally different, but... But, you know... Uh, called The Haunting? It was on the Genesis? Sega Genesis Haunting starring Poltergeist. That's cool. Poltergeist. I want to play that. It, it does exist. I've seen it. It painfully needs... Painfully, I need a fucking uh, remake. PS4 remake of Haunting starring Poltergeist. <laughs> Look it up. Watch a couple videos of it and tell me like right it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be amazing in a next gen scenario. I they thought aliens were in the room whenever I was watching Unacknowledged. Oh yeah, they probably were. <laughs> if you're thinking about dimensional kind of you know Dude. like uh, fabric being a you know I don't know. <laughs> oh shit! I want to go back to get into my movies. But I was I was back home recently and my dad and I watched that and what a what a fucking crazy movie, man. That was, that was really good. Yeah. You know our, anyway. our uh, sorry, side tangent to his side tangent. Uh, mm-hmm. Armadeep, Armadeep Kalika from our alma mater, Savannah College of mm-hmm. Art and Design, directed the first uh, serious disclosure documentary. Little tidbit pop up video. There you go. All right, that was the first Halloween mini. We're going to be getting a few of these all throughout October this year. So be on the lookout for more of these uh, as the month goes along. And that's basically it. Uh, check you later. Bye. Later. Adios. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. Yeah, all social media. Mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have uh, a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar, you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And we'll talk about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. (laughs) That's the coolest thing. (laughs) Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. (laughs) And we can make money. (laughs) What? (laughs) If you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. You give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. I'll do that. that. You get to go on a date with one of us for (laughs) $10,000. But you pay for everything. (laughs) You get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'll give you Joey for a weekend. For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. (laughs) Superhouse Gigolo Project 2017. (laughs) Links in the description. (laughs) 